Hey, Craig. Hi, Christina. In today's episode, we'll be talking about episode four of House of the Dragon, episode five of She-Hulk, and our TV pick of the week, What We Do in the Shadows. We'll also find out who Christina's favorite Joker is. I wanted to start off today's episode by giving a recommendation for a show. Uh, We've been watching it for a while now, but we haven't talked about it. It's What We Do in Shadows. In the Shadows. What We Do in Shadows. What We Do in the Shadows. What We Do in the Shadows. (laughs) (laughs) I guess. Why are you leaving off the the? I don't know. In my mind, mind, it's what we do in shadows. I think it's what we do in. Well, look it up. Anyways, um, it was a movie um, maybe around 2016 to 2018. And um, the uh, I think the creators were Jermaine Clement. He's from... Um, the Commodores. Not the Commodores. The, what are they called? I'm blanking on it, too. It's something like that. It's yeah, he's very funny. You'll you'll instantly recognize his face and voice. Um, the flight flight of the Concords. Flight of the Concords. Jermaine Clement, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then uh, Taika Waititi. Taika, very young Taika. Yeah, and it's a very funny mockumentary film um, about vampires, right? So In New Zealand, <laughs> and Phil Crew, you know, is following them. And what they do. And then uh, they actually made it a series. It's produced by them both. Uh, sometimes they direct the uh, some of the episodes. And uh, it's very, very funny. Strong recommendation. Um, the humor, for me, it, it's spot on. Uh, it's on the fourth season. It just finished last week. And uh, we haven't done like a, a series review, but... Um, definitely a must watch. It's, it's funny. Absolutely. It's like some of the characters, all the characters on there are hilarious. Matt Berry is just. Matt Berry is Matt Berry. Pure genius. He's every, anything that comes out of his mouth is so fucking funny. He's probably my (laughs) favorite character on there. Yeah. If I had to, if I had to pick one. His name is Laszlo. Yeah. It's, it's Matt Berry. Um, but the Nandor other, grew on me. But Nandor is funny too. They're they they're all <laughs> hilarious. Kill grew on me too. Yeah, there's um, so it's Matt Berry. The I think the two people that I recognized the most were Matt Berry and Harvey Guillen. Um, but then there's two other people on there. Um, yeah, Natasha Dimitrio, who is she plays Nadja. She's Laszlo's wife. Very funny. And uh, the guy who plays Nandor is K. Van. I'm I'm butchering these names, guys. I'm sorry. K. Van Novak. And then Colin Robinson is played by Mark Proksy. So those three characters. Kristen Shaw's in it, too. They're very, very funny. Um, so it's like so think about The Office, but like macabre. It's it's dark. Uh, very funny blood. It's a uh, it's on FX. They're like stupid vampires. Like they're just 
totally they're like loser vampires i guess it's yeah like, <laughs> but they think they don't know they're losers i think that's like the best part like they just yeah. they have and, no idea <laughs> and this series is set in the u.s um you know the mockumentary they, they were overseas um and in this premise the vampires are sent to conquer the new world <laughs> Um, but definitely check it out. You don't have to watch the movie to get into the show. Um, you might appreciate it a little more cause like, just like the style of it, but you don't, ha- you don't have to watch the movie at all. Yeah. Either or. Yeah. So episode four of house of the dragon was this past Sunday. <laughs> and what would we say? Incest lost innocence <laughs> lost like a virgin. Yeah. It was it was a good it was a steamy That was a juicy episode. Steamy and juicy. <laughs> it's a juicy steamy burger. <laughs> no, like uh, like uh, very forbidden fruit just You could totally tell a woman directed those love scenes for sure. <laughs> what I liked about these episodes um was that there was a lot of tension Mm-hmm. and drama it, mm-hmm. yeah it was there was a lot of sex in this episode it was um, tasteful though but in, in, in a way i guess yeah minus I, the incest part <laughs> i don't mind like the the nudity or anything in there like yeah i was tasteful or whatever um mm-hmm. but i liked that it was very like you said juicy like a lot of drama a lot of cheese man it was mm-hmm. like the s- scandal it was it was Game of Thrones. There's a lot of things that you like the tension about certain things that were happening, and I really liked that aspect. So every episode we've been getting a little different um, pieces of 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 uh, the show we've all come to love, and then in this one I think we got to get another aspect of it. Is back you know not back to its roots, but it's all the pieces are forming now, right? Like. We're in the fourth episode. Stuff is falling into place that would lead to the climax of what's about to happen. Like yep. the the pieces are the pieces are getting laid, and um, you know, essentially, it's about these two women, right? Allison, who is essentially a breeder, right, stuck with in a marriage out of duty. She doesn't get to have the luxury of going out and doing whatever she wants. And Rhaenyra kind of right now got that opportunity. Gets to pick from her lot of suitors. Yes. That, yes. That too. Yeah, for sure that. And also, you know, get tag along with her uncle to go, <laughs> go do some stuff, which his motives on that very calculated and, uh, I think the second she tr- like took control of the situation. Uh, well, let's stop right there and jump back to the beginning of the episode before it gets there. Oh, okay. So he's Damon is yeah. Damon very, returns very meticulous. Not we're not trying oh. to give a, a recap, but I'm saying oh, yeah. he walks in with the crown. That's mm-hmm. purposeful. I'm just trying to back you up from. Where you were going because how he's in control he's all of the situation. He's uh, drama and yeah. flair. You know, so, him giving up his crown to the king. You know, he did that very, that's all, every, in front of all those people. Very intentional. 
his brother is not going to cause a scene or anything in front of everyone, whether he um, wants to or not. Everything yeah. Damon does is very calculated. He's very smart. Yeah. Impulsive, but he's, he is he is not stupid. Yeah. I just wanted to back it up there because I, I want to say from the beginning of the episode, you can see how meticulous or calculated he's he's being. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, you know, and then leading up to them going to the brothel, he's he, um, you know, she expresses that like, yeah, she can't. Um, she doesn't get to choose who she wants and she's going to be a breeder. So then it shows the the dynamic between Alicent and Rhaenyra when the uncle gives her clothes and secret passage to get out. Mm-hmm. I really like that about the episode. You, she, it's like we said, like a virgin or innocence lost. Um, she, I think it's eye opening for her, mm-hmm. for her to see outside he's, the keep. Yeah, he's pushing her boundaries for sure. I think he's trying to see what she can handle. You know, with all the stuff he's exposing her to, um, and uh, being. What's the word? Uh, not malicious, but wanting to cause, wanting to cause a scandal. Yeah. It was, it was um, <clears throat> cool to see. I, I That's what I liked about the episode. Cause like sh- you're seeing her progress. Cause she's a, uh, Rhaenyra that is. Cause she's already, she's a smart person already. Mm-hmm. She's already been, handling certain um events that have been taking place yeah conflicts in the episodes and then now you just get to see her maneuver even more like she knows how to play this game right she knows it even though she doesn't have a lot of experience Mm -hmm. she sees it right so maybe she's learning as she's going to yeah what did you like about the episode I think speak your mind. <laughs> I just disclaimer, I am not um advertising or promoting, you know, incest and stuff like that, but there it was it was I guess the tension even from episode 1 up until now of the uncle and and Rhaenyra's chemistry, right? It's undeniable. Tense. It's very tense. You could totally tell she's she wants to be like him, like she admires him, right? And he, I think, is using her, but at the same time, um, is having I don't want to say fun too, but um, I liked that progression, I guess, and and um how she kind of, you know, him backing out, I guess, so to speak, whenever they were together. Um, she didn't let that ruin her night, I guess. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like she she kind of had a thing for Kristen Cole and was like, you know what, why not type of thing, I guess. Yeah. And I thought that was, I'm like, you know, good for her. <laughs> um, that's what I, and then the parallel with Alicent. That whole, 
how it was going back and forth. That was um, perspective-wise was um, I liked because it's the duality. Yeah. What did you dislike about the show or the episode? Sorry. Um, I don't think there was anything that I really disliked from the show. Um, it was it was a good episode. I know was, I know you were very interested in it because I I asked you a simple question and you went and paused it. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like I was like she's invested in this one. Um, I I know you said earlier it's like you're not condoning incest or whatever, but I think at this point like the people that view Game of Thrones and comes with the territory. Type of yeah, thing. <laughs> and House of the Dragon. Like that's just part of it. I mean, I know for our culture and stuff, it's frowned upon. But like, even this is like a a period piece, so to say, where it's like stuff like that. E- well, you could even see Allison had discussed with it. It's not something that they necessarily are for either yeah like people native to westeros right and who because the the religion of westeros i think is what faith of the seven or whatever that they do not condone incest at all that so what happened is whenever Aegon the conqueror came over i'm reading fire and blood finally um <laughs> he basically made like an exception that his bloodline his family can do that basically like they get a pass <laughs> that they can do that and not you know everyone else i guess so with the targaryens it's very much normal i would think mm-hmm. um but to the n- people native to westeros it's they're, they're in their faith it's not um it's not the it's frowned upon <laughs> The only other country or whatever was Dorn yeah. that we know of that, that did all that from, from Game of Thrones. Yes. But yeah, like uh, the memes are hilarious, but you know, the, for me, it's like, um, maybe that's part of the, the, the humor, right? In the meme, but it's like, I don't bat an eye. It's not cause I, um, like for it, but I mean like that's, that's the show. It's, this is going to sound terrible, but it's a, it's a better pill to swallow, I think, versus Jamie and Cersei, you know, because they're brother and sister and twins, right? I don't know. Maybe that's just me. <laughs> I don't know if this is going to sound controversial or not, but I didn't care at all because no, no, the I thing that got me, well, no, I'm saying the, the one that got me was um, Danny and John. Like <laughs> that, I couldn't get my mind around. I was like, okay, well, I know they're brother and sister, whatever. But Danny and John and, and was nephew. just well to me. I didn't care for that because to me, I didn't think they had any chemistry. But that's a separate, separate issue. Um, no, I didn't mind it either. But it was a little bit. It's a bit more, uh, you know, versus Rhaenyra and Daemon. I don't know. That's just me. Or maybe I'm just been Im- I'm not immune well, to it. Was Danny and John there, uncle and aunt? I no, mean, well, no I, niece. It didn't gross me out because they didn't have chemistry. Like it's separate. It's a separate thing. Like it didn't gross me out. Like Jamie and Cersei had chemistry to me. Daenerys and Damon have Daenerys, um Rhaenyra and Damon have 
chemistry, but I feel like John and Donnie, I see their what you're union saying. was yep. so forced and it yeah. was too fast. Um, when I found out that he was eventually a Targaryen, spoiler alert, um, I was just like, okay, you know, it, him killing her, I, it didn't. I didn't cry. I didn't. Nothing. You know. I. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think. I don't know if people. I mean, I get invested in shows like that, but I don't know. Like it. It didn't upset me. Like I said, um, I, the only thing I'll say for Game of Thrones, because I know we're <laughs> discussing House of the Dragon, is with Game of Thrones. It. I'm fine with the ending. It, it is what it is. I. I. I think you can understand why they did it. I just would have preferred if John was on the throne. If that happened, everything else I wouldn't care for in the world. Like, it's whatever. But since they sent him off, I mean, that really messed it up for me. Yeah. it uh, That for sure bothered me about the ending. And, I and you know, it's been, what, two years plus? <laughs> uh, I didn't let the ending ruin my life or anything, but... I, uh, we know some people that are scorned <laughs> with that yes. ending. Um, but it wasn't just that it was, it was so many things that I felt they, there were loose ends that they tied up really quickly with the first available. Oh, it could be this. It could be this type of thing. Um, I, uh, they didn't, I get what they did, but it, it was a disservice to all these years of character development for several characters. It, it was just like, what, what was the point? What mm-hmm. was the point that he was a Targaryen? What's the point of Jamie finally having a conscience and and being a good person? What was the point of Sansa, you know, growing? Like, you know, like, it just... Brand like, I don't even know about all that. Like, the, thir- thir- the Three-Eyed Raven, all that stuff. That seemed like a waste too. Tyrion's character development significantly declining the second he gets with Danny, and then Danny's overall character development as well. I was totally I didn't care that she went crazy, quote unquote, that people were thinking she was going crazy. This the second she started using her dragons to fire up people and stuff, that to me made sense. She, she, there are no good people in either show. Yeah. What did um so at the end of the episode um we can start to see that like Allison's going to um well Otto's fired his hand of the king. Oh, that was great. Right. <laughs> that was, that so was great. We, so we can see that there's going to be some dynamic changes. What do you think is going to happen um, quickly? You know, what what do you think is going to be happening over these next course of the few episodes? Rhaenyra is probably going to get married to... The, I mean, she's already agreed to marry Laenor mm-hmm. Valerian, Corlys' son. Um, I feel like the king's health is going to decrease. Maybe not... He's. I don't think he's going to die like in the next episode or not, but I think they're going to show his health decreasing and the father probably really pressuring the queen to you know, come up with like a, hey, this is what's going to happen when your husband dies type of thing. Yeah. 
It's going to be interesting um, over these next couple episodes. On, uh, do we know how many episodes there are going to be? I think I thought they said 10. 10, so we'll be halfway. Already? Wow. Yeah. It's... I'm I'm definitely enjoying it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's Matt Smith is he is perfect. <laughs> he is he, perfect in this role. He's just he he makes it so interesting. He he couldn't have been more perfectly casted for such a complex character, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, I I'm I'm I mean he's a good actor. I, I, Emmy. <laughs> I nominate him. He's so funny. So She-Hulk is now on um, episode five. I think we're on episode five. Or is it four? I can't recall. Um, but this the show, I'm definitely going to say I like the feel-good vibe of it. Not necessarily wanting to do a, um, a review of the episode, but um, I like how they are bringing back the people that they've introduced as far as like Wong, right? Um, they made a f- mention, uh, funny joke in the beginning, how saying how, since we have Wong in the show, it's like Twitter armor for a week. <laughs> Cause if the show's, get, uh, maybe they knew the show was going to get attacked or just the way, the way it is. But, um, it's very much a feel good show. Like it, it doesn't take itself too serious. And I think the thing that I was, um, I like between the movies and the shows are the shows are vastly different. The The movies are all the same, same formula. That's why they usually get around the same score. There's some that are better than the others, but it's a, very much a formula. I think for the shows, I don't think they have a formula. Each each show has been its like own thing. And uh, that's what I'm enjoying about the series so far. Uh, I, I'm not going to say it's my favorite um it's fun to watch but i do like how all the aspects are different between the shows i've watched all of them i know you haven't watched all of them with me but um i do like that part of it are you i know your your opinion on the show is vastly different than mine what do you like or dislike about it i like Wong. <laughs> He's funny. I like seeing him. And you we saw a lot of him in this episode. Um and I like how you said that you know it is a feel good type of show. You know, it's like a ca- a different case every week, you know, freak of the week type of thing. Um I like that. That's di- it is different. Um but I don't know if it's her well, no, maybe she's grown on me a little bit, but I, I don't know. Like, like in the episode, you know, she has like a one night stand with the guy as when she was in She-Hulk form or whatever. Um, like that whole, that whole sequence, like I, I get they're trying to make, I get what they were trying to say. Right. And you know, when in the morning she was normal and he, he just basically left. Right. Mm hmm. I I just feel like I don't know. I just if you detached like if you detached that feeling from it being a Marvel show, would if you feel any different? No, I just feel like 
what would like I I want to. I feel like that scene to me, um, it's, um. I feel like it was a waste of like why like what was the point, like the what all men are like that type of thing or I don't know like she's dating I think that's it that, that, that's what that, I'm saying I guess that's like but, I I. If you had seen that in Friends, would you make? Uh, uh, well, I don't like. I guess I, maybe that's it. Maybe I don't like seeing that. Like, I don't like seeing guys be jerks yeah. like that. And I feel like in this show, they're really heavily showing guys are jerks, which I get it. it she's. I mean, I get it, but it's it's a little much sometimes. I think in my just in my opinion. Um, would you? This is my opinion on the show overall. I don't know if you agree, but would you say that with each episode? the series has gotten better. I like how like it hasn't um the episodes are getting stronger as they've been going on for me versus like it was a backpedal and that was like a weak episode. For me, it's been better each each time. I don't share that exactly. There are some episodes are were more tolerable than the others, but I wouldn't it's kinda like a I don't know. I didn't She's care for making roller I didn't, coaster movements. <laughs> I didn't care for the Megan the Stallion bit. I thought that was so stupid. You were laughing at it. Because it's I mean, it's Megan the Stallion, but I felt like it was a very let's get the cheap laugh now type of thing. Like I don't know why I just snapped. But I don't know. I, it was it was it was just lazy to me. I don't know. It was just it was stupid. <laughs> That whole thing. but there's the last a lot episode, of dancing scenes in the shows. The last episode was uh, interesting. Yeah, I like Wong, and I love the the Madison character. She's hilarious. That was she, funny. She was basically the same character as she was in Parks and Rec. If anyone watches Parks and Rec, that's a funny show too. I can't recall her at all. It's been so long since it I've was seen in that the, show. the later seasons. But I remember I always see the clip on like Facebook Reels or TikTok. Um, but her name was I think her name was Tennifer Tennifer with a Y <laughs> she acted like the exact same character it was really funny <clears throat> yeah I know oh and if you like the Sopranos don't <laughs> if you're oh, watching yeah. the Sopranos do not watch episode, the the most recent She-Hulk episode <laughs> at no, all <laughs> yeah that's funny I was like good thing I had seen it yeah <laughs> i had probably just watched the sopranos like what like last year uh-huh. or maybe During maybe COVID, five I months yeah. yeah it was very recent so i would uh, pop in to see an episode here and there but you for sure watched every single episode yeah i i like how um sometimes they with the movies nowadays they'll um and they've always done this but include uh like real life shows and real life people. Yeah, that's fun. Like with Megan, you know, incorporating that Sopranos, like real stuff. Um, it's it's funny because like they're like in that universe. Yes. So we've been talking about, um, Batman probably every other episode or almost every episode. Mm-hmm. It all all reels in together. So we just finished watching the Nolan trilogy. And, um, you know, coming up because we want to talk about a, a whole Batman episode. So <clears throat> what, what would you say or what's your take on on the Nolan trilogy? Let's just say the trilogy overall. So growing up, you know, the Nolan trilogy came out when I was in high school 
right? Late middle school, early high school. And that's all anyone ever really talked about was Christian Bale, Batman, Nolan trilogy, all, all those movies. And honestly, I saw Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises once in theaters. Like if it, I may have seen a clip or here or there, like, you know, scrolling through TV, the TV channels or whatever, but I, to me, they didn't, this is, I have a, this is not a very popular opinion, but to me, um, they just didn't feel like Batman. Like it was, I know I get it. Like it was very real, like very, you know, like a realistic take on, on on Batman and everything, but I, um, I don't mind it being unreal. <laughs> you know, I don't mind it being unreal or ridiculous. Um, it just I don't know. It just felt too real. It didn't feel like Batman to me. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm like this. Um, I don't know why. And they're either. good movies. No, they're great movies. They're great movies. Don't don't get me wrong. They are. But you don't consider it a Batman I, movie. It's not a movie I'm gonna plug in when I'm in a Batman mood. Does that make sense? Like, I'm not going to put any of the Nolan trilogies on. What what movie would you put on if you're in a Batman mood? That's a good question. I'll save that for our Batman episode. If we remember the question. I'll write it down. I'm sure. I, um, <clears throat> I think, so 2008 was a, a big year for movies as far as comic book wise. So... We had on in two thousand eight. We had Iron Man, the Hulk, and the Dark Knight. So for me, uh, oddly enough, I didn't see Batman Begins in theaters. I don't know. I can't believe that. I yeah. I <laughs> I really can't remember watching it. In theaters. I was super excited. Um, I I don't know what what happened. I mean, I was didn't. But anyways, so that you mentioned, you only seen it in theaters once, right? So for me. The Dark Knight um, and The Dark Knight Rises, for me, was a movie that I saw more than once where I paid for it. Like, if I saw a movie with my parents, and I might have seen it multiple times, like if I saw it with my uncle or my aunt, stuff like that, where they took me, or, you know, I went with my cousins. But where me, like, where I can remember, Dark Knight was the first movie I'm like, I'm seeing it in theaters twice. I saw it in IMAX. I made sure I was there for the premiere it comes up on my on my feed. Um, you know, I really enjoyed the Nolan trilogy. Um, you know, it, it gets a lot of praise because I think it's it's a great film on its own. And then it's also Batman. So I could imagine that <clears throat> the Dark Knight could be its own, you know, specifically the Dark Knight, that movie could be its own thing right like and i guess i mean maybe that's the part where you're thinking it's not a it doesn't feel like batman because it's the realism in it but uh i think it's just like it's grounded i think it's still batman there's still pieces you know it may not be the most straightforward aspects of the batman we know but there's pieces in it where it comes together like um the technology, the crime scene, reinventing the bullet, a little bit of investigation, detective work. You know, it's not in your face detective work like, you know, the newest Batman movie mm-hmm. where 
you know, it's really set up that way, the way it's filmed, but you know, it's, you, there's still a, some good, really good Batman shots and scenes in the trilogy. No. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, in in the, the sense like they're beautiful films that stand alone that could stand alone. Right. Um, but I don't know. I just, when I, it's kind of like with the joke, <laughs> this is another unpopular thing, but kind of like the Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix. I, I, brought, I thought which you were was, about to go somewhere else. So I'm oh, okay. <laughs> which is a, a beautiful, great movie as well. Um, a little long, but um, I really wish like it wasn't called Joker. <laughs> like it didn't feel like a, I don't know, like a Joker origin story to me. It didn't feel like, it just felt like Joaquin Phoenix playing a, you know, mentally troubled <laughs> man and just trying to make it, make it, you know, it didn't feel Batman ish. Didn't feel, I didn't feel that. Just that. I still didn't get that from the Nolan series, even in dark Knight with the Joker, which Heath Ledger was absolutely amazing. Um, He's not my favorite Joker. So in your mind, mm-hmm. I think, cause I know we talk about this from time to time, but I think what you're doing which you don't want me to do later is you're seeing the Joker as Mark Hamill's Joker. And you can't get that out of your mind. How do you know what I can't get out of my mind about? Because just because <laughs> I can just see the way you're the way you're framing it. Right. Um, but I, I get that because. Well, when I think when I think Joker. Right. I think obviously he's like a maniac. Right. But he. Is like always. 17 steps ahead of everyone else like like Heath Ledger's Joker right grounded grounded but still he was always 17 steps ahead I feel like in the Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix like he was not a genius by any means or anything I don't know if that magically clicks when he goes cuckoo all the way I don't know but yeah <laughs> Getting back to the trilogy, what about that Joker? Yeah, I said um he was a realistic version of of but he's also not your favorite. He's my number 2. So who's your favorite? <laughs> or you don't want to answer that. So like I was saying, like what I guess what I, in your mind what's a Batman movie in your mind? Batman uh Batman Returns is a very Batman movie to me. I think. And it's very fun and dark and you still had detective work in that one a little bit. Um the Batman movie with Pat Pattinson. Pattinson, is that what they call him? Um very felt very Batman. Like to me, that one felt way more Batman than Christian Bale's Batman, even though those three movies were great. I know. Don't look at me that way. I know. I'm not making faces. <laughs> You're looking at me. I am not. I'm not. I need to save some of my stuff for the the Batman podcast because I could talk about this all day. A whole Batman podcast <laughs> okay. or a Batman show? Batman show <laughs> episode. No, but, but you're you right. Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill is Batman. my favorite Joker. I mean, I can't. 
that's like saying Kevin Connery is my favorite Batman. I mean, that's who we grew up with. But no one has a I no one has a better laugh than Mark Hamill. I'm sorry. No, like when I hear other people's laughs, I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But his laugh is iconic to me. Like I could pick it out of a lineup. Well, I like to think so. I don't know. <laughs> so out of the three movies from the Nolan trilogy, which one was your least favorite and which one was your favorite? My least favorite was the last one, which I might get some hate, for, not hate for, but unpopular opinions on. Um, I enjoy the first one. So the first and second one are, are almost even. I like the first one because it's not as long <laughs> as the second one. But um, you say this when you can watch binge watch. You know what movies. I mean? Like there's I'm not there's, sure. No, I don't. it's it's different. It's not like watching a comedy that's 20 minutes back and back and forth. It's it's different. No, I enjoy Batman Begins and Dark Knight equally. Um I don't know which one I would say is my favorite. Maybe Dark Knight, I would say probably is my favorite. Barely though. But my least favorite was the third one. It was just kind of like And I liked Bane. Tom Hardy did a great job. But it just seemed a little ridiculous. <laughs> it just seemed a little ridiculous to me. Some some aspects of, of that movie. But all three are beautiful. And I did see all three in theaters. At least once. <laughs> well, good for you. <laughs> You're such a hater. I was giving you your applause since you saw all three. All everyone saw all three in the theaters. Yeah. No, yeah, I, guess I don't. I don't know what happened there for me. Well, um, you know, and I was thinking about it when Batman Begins came out. I don't recall it being really hyped. See, you, you, know, yeah. you know what I'm trying to say? Like, it's really weird because I remember it felt like it the, came under the radar a little bit. I, well. Batman and Robin put it out of production or Batman out of production for like 10 years <laughs> or, or, or quite a bit of time. I'm, I don't know why. My, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just, in my mind, I remember playing the Batman Begins game mm-hmm. first for whatever reason, or maybe the movie and then playing the game versus seeing it in theaters, playing the game, renting the movie, you know. I, I don't know what happened there, but it was middle school. I mean, you know, I mean, I watched a lot of movies. My parents would take me and stuff, but yeah, we would we're go doing to a movies lot of too, but too. I'm just thinking, uh, promotion, been promotion grade, wise, I don't recall year. it being heavily promoted. Like I, it's not ringing. Like I know that Mar- all the Marvel movies for sure, but this one I think kind of fell through. Not, not I'm not saying they didn't, but it's not ringing a bell to me but i did for sure go see it because we go every saturday that's what we would do we'd go check out a movie yeah wait didn't uh, this was 2005 right yes didn't um episode three star wars come out as well that year i think so oh. and maybe that's i saw that movie twice i saw that willingly <laughs> i'll give myself applause for that no <laughs> i think i actually oh. 
I don't know. Are we gonna have a Star Wars a Star Wars episode? <laughs> well, we're, we're we're reviewing everything. You're gonna have to watch episode eight. <laughs> Please don't make me. Yeah. Well. Um. Yeah. I I think the Nolan trilogy is in my mind in high regards. Um. I love. Um. Love the Dark Knight. That movie for me, I could watch over and over and over. I think that's my favorite. Um, and then the, the dark Knight. um, I, I don't Batman. Okay. I think for me, just in terms of like scale and overall, it's for me, it's the dark Knight. dark Knight rises, Batman begins, but that doesn't mean that Batman begins wasn't any good because it was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I'm just talking in like terms of scale, like Dark Knight Rises was pretty awesome. Um, and then getting like Catwoman in there, um, all the acting, the cast, uh, you know, it was great. They all did a great job. And, and just like I said, the total scale of it. Yeah. Thanks for listening in to House of Ramen. Tune in next episode when we discuss She-Hulk and Justice League. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and our website at rss.com forward slash podcast forward slash House of Ramen. If there are any topics you'd like to hear about, please email us at houseofxramen at gmail.com.